This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It's time once more for another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. In today's episode, we're going to do a game recap of Game 4, Round 1, Blues versus the Wild. Coming into this game, the Blues were looking to sweep the Wild. And if you'd ask anybody at the beginning of this series, would this be the scenario going into Game 4? I think 98% of the people would have said no. They thought this was going to be a much tougher series. The Blues... Uh, really in a lot of areas had been outplayed in several games, been outshot and the wild were just looking for something good to happen for them. And they needed it to happen to them last night. Would it happen? Well, starting off the game, the wild dominated. I mean, really, really dominated. And Jake Allen had to come up big several times and make huge saves like these two. And he gets the puck to center ice for Pominville. Now into Coyle, around Pareko, to the Natter shot, off the glove of Allen! What a save there by Allen on Coyle. On for Tarasenko, pass in the middle, picked off, now to Pominville, right on, saved by Allen! On the dangerous Jason Pominville. While the Wild really dominated in the first half of this first period, the Blues would not get a shot until almost 10 minutes into the game. But that shot would be a nice test for a Dubnik against David Perron. The RV takes care of Erickson X. Here's Perron in the zone. His shot stops and frozen by Devin Dubnik. As I said, Allen was tested early and often. The Blues did not get a shot on goal until that shot by David Perron. The Blues were looking to get out of this period just 0-0. Zero to zero. And with about five minutes left, you kind of thought they may have weathered the storm, but you can only be outplayed for so long before that storm turns into rain. Boyle, one of those, gets it deep. Jake Allen can play it there in the trapezoid. The read by Boyle, a shot, he scores! The right place at the right time, and there's your payoff. Charlie Coyle gets the goal. Minnesota breaks the ice. Exactly what we talked about. In the feet of Berglund, Charlie Coyle chips it in, get pressure on the forecheck. Here comes a pressure on the forecheck from Stahl. Charlie Coyle, he knows the puck's coming around because Jake Allen is a left-hand shot. So Coyle, after he shoots it in, he goes right to where the puck's going to end up. That is a thing of beauty, and then they launch it in off Bertuzzo, I believe. But that's set up by Charlie Coyle shooting. He moves his feet. A big mistake by Jake Allen leads to this goal. Jake goes behind the net. Clearly, the defenseman could have gotten the puck, but not a lot of communication there. And Jake hits it around the boards, and Charlie Coyle is right there for the goal to give Minnesota a late goal in the first period to take a one to nothing lead. That goal would be Charlie Coyle's second of the playoffs. It was unassisted, 16 minutes and 15 seconds in. Uh, the Blues really, I you know, you thought they were going to be able to get out of this period, and you know, go in zero to zero, but it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, the mistake by Jake Allen was huge here. And sometimes it just happens when you get pressure like uh, Minnesota was putting pressure on Jake Allen and the Blues. The Blues would get a good opportunity at the end of this period on a slashing call against White. 
but they were not able to convert on the power play. And at the end of the first period, it's one to nothing wild. And the blues were out shot 11 to four. But like I said, their first shot was not until around the 10 minute mark of that first period. Going into the second period, you're expecting the blues to come out and play a little bit harder. And I thought they did come out a little bit better in the second period. They put some pressure on Dubnik and he had to make a big save on Tarasenko just a little under six minutes in. Ortuzo for Schwartz. Three defenders back. Steen through the middle. Kicks around. Tarasenko. Stop. Covered by Dubnik. Uh, they're starting to pick up the pace. Tarasenko just whips it on goal. The Blues definitely did pick up the pace. They looked much better. They looked faster to the puck. They were skating more. They weren't standing around as much. Minnesota was not beating them to the puck. And you thought good things would happen. But just as quickly as the Blues put pressure on Dubnik, Minnesota would come back down just a couple minutes later, and Jake Allen had to make some good saves to be able to keep this game one to nothing. And fed around, tipped along by Parisi. In a race for Opatrangle, coughed it up. Niederreiter right on, saved by Jake Allen on Nino Niederreiter. So Jake Allen's doing his part. The Blues are starting to put more pressure on Dubnik, but it would be another mistake that would lead to the second goal of the game for the Wild late in the second period to give them a 2 to nothing lead. The Blues were changing, and they didn't change quick enough. And the former uh, Arizona Coyote player, Hansel, uh, gets a goal for Minnesota to give them a two to nothing lead. Scandella, Prosser, Pominville sets up Hansel, who has room. His shot scores! Martin Hansel makes it two nothing Minnesota. This is a tremendous play by Minnesota composure, tape to tape passing. What a one touch by Pominville to Hansel. And you see how gapped up Minnesota is. They have to back up. Prosser, one touch by Pominville. Hansel gains the line, no resistance, and he just blows it by the blocker of Jake Allen. The Blues were outplayed for most part of the first and second period, although I would say for a bit of the second period, the Blues really played well, but Minnesota picked up the pace throughout and would take control of the game off and on, and uh, this one would just get past Jake on a big mistake by the Blues. That would be Martin Hansel's first goal of the playoffs. Pominville gets an assist, and Prosser gets an assist his first. That was 16 minutes and 41 seconds into the second, and it is two to nothing. At this point, you're hoping the Blues can mount some kind of effort against the wild in the third period they really didn't have a lot in the third period and they kept relying on jake allen to keep this game at just two to nothing we have not been given a time for that game as of yet but it's definitely on saturday now coil stole it from bertuzzo in the clear and a glove save by jake allen on charlie coil Gramlin drops it off the coil back to Gramlin, and that was behind him and a break for the Blues, but Granlin kept it in his stall wide open. Oh, bad save by Jake Allen on stall. Jake Allen definitely did his part throughout this game to keep it what it needed to be. Because, guys, if it wasn't for Jake in that first period, it may have been three to or four to nothing. And I know he made the mistake on the goal, but, man, he played very, very well in this game and did his best to give the Blues an opportunity to win. But the offense didn't do their part to get a win for the Blues. Let's go ahead and go over the game recap real quick. The Blues uh, lose the opportunity to sweep the Wild. Series is now three games to one. The Wild win two to nothing. Shots on goal even, 28. But I don't think that really tells the story of how the Wild 
dominated a lot of this game. Power play was 0 for 2. Faceoffs even, pretty much 51% for the Wild. Uh, the Blues, uh, 49%. Hansel got his first goal. Coyle got his second goal of the playoffs. Palmerville got an assist, and Proster got an assist. And Devin Dubnik wasn't tested. A lot had a few chances. The Blues had quality chances, but he did what he needed to do and made 28 out of 28 saves. Perron had three shots. Tarasenko had four shots. Petrangelo had four shots. And when you're going over the highlights or the recap of the game, and you're not talking about goals and you're talking about shots, you know you didn't have a good game offensively. Jake Allen made 26 of 28 saves and really played a very, very good game. I know he made the mistake on the one goal by Charlie Coyle, but Jake really deserved better than what he got and kept the game at what it needed to be. Let's go ahead uh, and get into the post-game interviews. First, we're going to hear from Alex Steen, and then, of course, uh, Alex Petrangelo, so dos Alex's. And then uh, we'll get to Coach Mike's uh, press conference, too, on his disappointment in this game and how the Blues were really on their heels for the most part of this game. I mean, it's a tough game. They've all been close, and I think they played with uh, We didn't match their urgency early, and, uh, you know, a couple of mistakes, and, and we don't solve Dubnik. So. Is that what's disappointing, Alex? Just early on, you knew they were going to be desperate, and it just wasn't. Your level wasn't. I mean, they're a good team. They came at us. I think we weathered it decently. Like I said, we uh, make a couple mistakes, and it ends up in the back of our net. And, you know, they're defensively good and solid. And, uh, you know, we had some chances in the second half of the game, but but didn't solve Dubnik tonight. So we'll uh, regroup, get re- recharged, and ready for uh, the next one. Is it one where, you know, it would have been great to close it out, obviously, but... Uh... Hey, we knew it was going to be a tough series, series with yeah. these guys. It is what it is. Next game. I know you're not worried about this, but I mean, you guys have done this before, losing games on home ice, chance to clinch, and you have to keep it going. There's any disappointment there? Not to... Same as what I just said. It's a game. We lost it. We've got to recharge and get ready for the next one. Did you get sufficient chances on Duke tonight? Yeah, I thought so. We had some good chances. We, um, you know, especially the second half of the game, they obviously played tight. And, you know, in the third period, they... they uh, sit back on their lead a little bit and we were able to to get some chances but again we're just a step slow decision making was a little slower today um you know they were they were on point like we expected them to be and and you know it's another tight one but tonight we we end up losing because of those uh those details and and um you know we didn't push ourselves to uh to earn those little margins and uh you know, tonight we lost. Oh, so the first period there just kind of put you in a hole the way you played? Yeah, we just came a little slow. I thought we were a little casual to start the game. And, um, you know, they were taking advantage of there in the first, but got, got the pressure on there in the third. You were just saying yesterday, you know, uh, if you had the answer, you know, tell us. Mm-hmm. You want to have that killer instinct. Where was it? Uh, I was there in the third. I just wasn't there in the start. I mean, uh, uh we need to be better, and that'll be ready for Saturday. Oh, he made some good saves there, especially in the third. Uh, we got to get in front of him. Norm, they'll continue to make a little bit more traffic, make life difficult for him. Do you sense that the line's mind changes rejuvenating the offense? Uh, yeah, sometimes it uh, gives us a little kickstart there, so whatever works. Alex, did they come out with some 
something, an element that you weren't expecting, or was that what you guys? No, were that was. We should. We've expected that. We should. You know, they're down three nothing. They're going to come out and give us their best game. Simple as that. Uh, well, it was a three on two. Um, we're just trying to take away the shot. He made a good shot in between our sticks there. Period. Did you just not match their desperation? Yeah. Whether it's, well, I mean, obviously, um, whether it's lack of desperation or nerves, we were on our heels. We let them dictate. Um, and uh, not a good recipe. Could have been an icing call on that first goal for Minnesota. Yes, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to blame this game on bounces or, or breaks. We weren't we weren't good enough. That's you know it's disappointing. We obviously uh, would have liked to have got a win tonight, but uh, probably a little bit more so that we, I think we left uh, left a little bit out there. Usually, you haven't talked about your guys being up playing on yeah. the heels and what. You know what? No, I think like that's that's what you're dealing with this time of year. It's the emotions, and uh, you know, it, I wish I could have kind of taken back the two days and maybe. Um, you know, handled it a little bit differently. But bottom line is we, you know, that's, that's playoff hockey is, uh, you know, there's, there's certainly going to be a number of things that we look at tonight, areas where we weren't good enough and, uh, and have to get better. And, uh, and so that's what we'll do moving forward. And so goal come at a tough time. It seemed like you were making a push there. Yeah, we, we, we had a push, but that's, that's what happens. And I, I thought we were a little bit loose with our push. We had a couple bad changes. That one cost us, um, you know, and so we have to push, but, uh, you know, it's it's obviously a two goal lead's uh, much different than a one goal lead. So uh, I thought that the, you know, w there were some better signs as far as getting to the offensive zone, handling the puck, getting to the net a little bit more. Um, but uh, but again, we, we you know it it didn't feel like our game tonight, and and we have to do a better job of that. Alex Steen talked about maybe a little bit off with some of the decisions and maybe a step slower. Yeah, yeah. I think for me that's that's in our preparation and. Uh, you know, I, I think that because we weren't ready right from the start, we scrambled all game. We we couldn't we couldn't grab it back, and we tried for a period, uh, you know, for a period of time in the second period. But um, like I said, we we can't be ready to start the game like that and expect that uh, that we're going to have a positive result. So we're going to have to be ready. Obviously, they've uh, they've got a little life now, and they're going to feel good going back home. So it's uh, it's going to be a good test. Our next game, you know, it's we've said it right from the start. That's they didn't they didn't get home ice by accident. You know, they they they've. They didn't have the year that they had by accident. It's, it's a good hockey team over there, and uh, and we'll be ready for that game. Coach, a couple of your players were saying that your offense needs to do a little bit more. Do you get that sense that there's too much pressure on the defense? Well, yeah, we. I mean, obviously, it's we didn't score any goals tonight, so we we, we need some offense. Last game, we had one five-on-five goal. It's a, it, both teams are playing very tight, and. Uh, you know, I think they recognize that. They they did a nice job of it tonight. They they played well. Um, they played well in their own zone. They they, they pressed real aggressively, and uh, I thought that as the game went on, we started to deal with that a little bit better. But um, you know, the, the the biggest thing for me is we have opportunities in the first period to shoot the puck, and we're we're looking for a different play. And they not only do we not get a shot, but it leads to a turnover. So um, certainly, I think that uh, we can put a lot more pressure at their net. It's uh, it's something that they're doing to us, and and uh, and we have to find a way to do it to them. Coach Mike is dead on. The Blues came into this first period of this game and really did not show a sense of urgency. Really did not show a full response to wanting to close this team out. We learned last year what happened when the Blues didn't close out Minnesota and Dallas earlier in the series.
when they could have. It wore them out to play them extra couple games. So by the time they got to San Jose, San Jose had played a couple less games than the Blues, and they weren't as tired as the Blues, and it took a huge effect on them. If they want to go far in this playoffs, they cannot let this get to a Game 6. They have to close this out in Minnesota in Game 5 because you have so many opportunities to rest in the playoffs and so many opportunities to take a team when they're down. And when you don't take advantage of it, all it does is give the other team uh, a more of a, a upbeat response to you in the following game after they've won, after being down three to nothing. So expect the Wild to come out Saturday, and it's not going to be easy for the Blues. This game five will probably be the toughest game the Blues have played in this series. I'll be shocked if it's not. The Blues uh, are scheduled to play at 2 p.m. Central. But the rumor has that the NHL may change that, so I can't tell you exactly what time they'll play. Right now it's scheduled for 2 p.m. Central. So keep a lookout for that. We all know what the Blues need to do. They need to cut down on mistakes that led to the goals like they did in this game four. They need to put more pressure on Dubnik more often as opposed to five, six-minute spurts. They need to put pressure on him throughout the game. For once in this series, they need to outshoot the the Wild, you know, 40 to 18, 40 to 22, something like that. If they can do that, I, I think they'll be in pretty good shape. But like I said, the Wild are going to come out strong. They're going to be home. They all think they played very well in the fourth game, which the Wild did. So the Blues need to make those adjustments. And as Coach Mike said, not be on their heels so much and uh, play their game because this was definitely not the Blues game. And when you get behind, the Blues are not very good. In fact, in the in the regular season, uh, the Blues, I believe, if they were down after two periods, were 4-21-1. I might be mistaken on those numbers, but I'm almost positive that's what it was. So with that being said, let's hope the Blues can close us out to a game five. We do not want a game six, especially not a game seven. Uh, because that's going to be back in Minnesota. So if the Blues can make those uh, changes, come out stronger, and uh, put some shots on net early, uh, I think there'll be a good result. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this game recap of Game 4, Round 1 of the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs. The Blues versus the Wild. The Wild win this one 2 to nothing, and the series is now 3 games to 1. So until the next episode... Let's end this podcast with Let's Go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.